0: Love yeah. Toe had to For Monday, November the 19th, I'm your host, Lisa M. Saunders, coming to you live from Baltimore, Maryland, as I will be doing every Monday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This broadcast is being sponsored by Masterminds LLC, inspiring and empowering people to achieve their destiny. We have another very special show for you this evening, and I am pleased to have co-hosting with me. Once again, Ms. Teresa Hamilton, who is the CEO and founder of Making It Happen Incorporated. Hey, Teresa, how are you this evening?
1: Well, I'm doing very well, Lisa. I'm here in sunny Myrtle Beach enjoying um, my Thanksgiving uh, week. <laughs> oh, well, I'm jealous. Good for you. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you.
0: as um, I, I had to uh, take a minute out to... To get everything together And so at the beginning of the show You may have heard me calling uh, Calling out to make sure I had everything together for our special Guest tonight um, Tonight's topic of discussion Is Hall of Fame Against all odds And sharing With us Miss Teresa In tonight's discussion we have a Very very special guest And I'm so excited to have him With us the legendary Hall of Famer, Mr. Lenny Moore. And if you would like to call in later on in the show to say hello to Mr. Moore, that number is 347-237-4518. That's 347-237-4518. But you may wanna just wait, you know, like uh later on in the show and just give us a call in and I'm only gonna take a few callers just for you to call in and, and say hello to uh to Mr. Moore and if you if you have a question or something for him at that time, we'll you know, we'll we'll go ahead and take the call. And for those of you who are tuning in via the computer, please click on the follow button on the left hand side of the title so that you can receive updates on upcoming broadcasts. We are now available as a podcast, and it's free. So if you go to your iTunes store, click on Podcast, and type in a date with Destiny. You will also receive future episodes as well as being able to take us with you wherever you go. You can also send me a message through this site. If you would like to become a sponsor or to get more exposure for your literary work or business, you can send a message through my Facebook page, which is facebook.com, forward slash a date with destiny one o one or you can leave a message via my website info at your dot net so miss Teresa Hamilton, are you excited about tonight's guest?
1: Oh, I am so very very, very excited just uh knowing Mr Lenny Moore, and I have brothers who when i when they heard that I was doing the show, they were just so ecstatic about uh hearing him and so uh, we just we just can't wait to ask him a few tidbits of questions um so that we can hopefully help to inspire and motivate some youngster out there uh, uh to ch- to achieve his best not only in sports but just in everyday affairs
0: Yes, yes Um, And last week we talked about our show Was um, taking that quantum leap of faith So this show really ties right in with that Because as we talk with um, Mr. Moore You're going to find out about his quantum leap of faith That he has taken in his career And um, uh, the things that he has done even um, since then Uh, He's a very spiritual man He's a man of God And he's just a wonderful, wonderful person all around Um, So like I said, tonight uh, our topic of discussion is the Hall of Fame. And um, what is the Hall of Fame? Well, the Wikipedia's definition states, a Hall of Fame, Wall of Fame, Walk of Fame, Walk of Stars, or Avenue of Stars is a type of attraction established for any field of endeavor to honor individuals of noteworthy achievement in that field. The meaning of fame has changed over the years, originally meaning renown, as opposed to today's more common meaning of celebrity. In some cases, these halls of fame consist of actual halls or museums, which enshrine the honorees with sculptures, plaques, and displays of memorabilia. Sometimes the honorees' plaques may instead be posted on a wall, um, which is a wall of fame, or inscribed on a sidewalk, a walk of fame, or an avenue of fame. In others, the Hall of Fame is more figurative and just simply consists of a list of names of noteworthy individuals maintained by an organization or community. Tonight's guest has achieved those things and so much more. Mr. Leonard Edward Moore is a former American football flanker, halfbacker, slash halfbacker, who played for Penn State in college and the Baltimore Colts. Woohoo! because we're from Baltimore, so you know we got to yeah. give that a shout-out. For almost a decade, starting in the late 1950s, the Baltimore Colts were one of the National Football League's premier teams. Lenny Moore was a major reason for the team's successes. A Penn State product, Moore was a first-round draft pick of the Colts in 1956. He had a productive first pro season and was named the NFL Rookie of the Year. He was first used as a combination flanker and running back, but his primary responsibility was to catch passes, and catch them indeed. Teaming with quarterback Johnny Unitas, the two formed a terrific pass-catch combo that devastated the opposition for almost a dozen years. Following the season, he earned first-team All-Pro honors, something he would do again in 1959, 1960, 1961, and 1964. Seven times he would be selected to play in the Pro Bowl. After sitting out for a few seasons due to injuries, Lenny bounced back magnificently in 1964, and enjoyed the finest season of his career, scoring 20 touchdowns. That year, one wire service dubbed him the comeback player of the year, and another named him the NFL's most valuable player. So from 1963 to 65, Lenny scored touchdowns in 18 consecutive games, an NFL record. When Mr. Moore retired following the 67 season, he left behind some amazing statistics 12,451 combined net yards. 5,174 yards rushing, 363 pass receptions, and 113 touchdowns. Woo! <laughs> That's a, quite a, a, an accomplishment and wow. <laughs> an achievement. So we are so honored and excited to bring yeah. to my listening audience, we bring you Mr. Lenny Moore. Hello, Mr. Moore. How are you this evening? Oh,
2: fine. Just listening to what you were saying. <laughs> Does
0: it still blow you away to hear all of that?
2: <laughs> well, you know, just uh, I just thank God.
0: Yes. Yes, yes that is for amazing. for all of it. Well, you know, Mr. Moore, first we want to thank you for taking the time to talk with us this evening. Uh, Being from Baltimore and knowing the history of the Colts, I'm a huge, huge fan of yours, and I've told you that several times, and Mm -hmm. I am so honored and humbled to have you share with us this evening.
2: Well, it's my pleasure, and uh, it's a blessing because uh, that way gets my mind (laughs) <laughs>
0: yeah, keep your mind active.
2: Foot.
0: Uh I said it keeps it going, keeps it active, keeps it moving. Well,
2: got to, got to do it.
0: Well, Mister Moore, we met several years ago, and it was my good yeah. fortune having running into to run into you again uh, just a few short days ago, sure. and we had a chance to talk quite a bit and uh, the last couple of days, and I must say you are such an inspiration that I had to have you share that with my listening audience. I want to start the conversation off by taking you back out on that field in a time when race played a major role, the hmm. time when you could when you could travel with your teammates but couldn't always eat in the same restaurants with them, you couldn't always stay at the same hotels with them, and uh, you couldn't always fraternize with them the same way out of the locker room as you could when you were in the locker room. Um, and I'm going to read a quote to uh, a quote that I found from the Baltimore Sun that came from you, Mr. Moore. Mm-hmm. And you, you quote you you were uh, quoted by saying, "There was never anybody ever closer than me, uh, closer to me than the guys that I played football with on that Baltimore team on the field. Right. We were just like glue, one for all and all for one. But once they blew the whistle and the game was over, <clears throat> excuse me." They, the white players, went their way while we, the black players, went our way. We split. It was race. Could you talk about that a little bit?
2: (laughs) That's exactly uh, what was going on during that time. A lot of people,
3: uh,
2: you know, would see you in one arena Mm
3: -hmm. and
2: uh, not really know what was going on Mm -hmm. after, uh, you know, that arena had shut down. Right. You know, uh, football's the kind of game where you have to materialize. That's mm-hmm. uh, sometimes when you have whatever feeling, but when you get ready and you're going on that field against an opponent, uh, the thing is is that you drop all the situations, whatever, Mm
3: -hmm.
2: and uh, come together as one. Mm -hmm. You have to in order to play together and do whatever's going on. Mm -hmm. Well, in those situations, uh, when the game was over and the whistle blew, most of the white players went their way, we went our way. But it was a situation that uh, was what it was about, because uh, basically uh, during my time, if we wanted to have any kind of entertainment or any kind of uh, social gatherings to the degree, mm-hmm. we were pretty much confined to Pennsylvania Avenue in Baltimore. hmm And uh, most of the white players were pretty much out in the Towson area.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Now, there were times I was invited to those functions,
3: mm-hmm.
2: and uh, there were times I went to those functions,
3: mm-hmm.
2: and uh, people showed exactly, pretty much, what it was all about. Right. I remember I pulled up in the car, just trying to find out where we would park, and uh the guy says, uh, wait, hold on a second. Where, where are you going? I said, well, I'm looking for a parking spot. I'm a part of the uh, program. And um, he said, well, put your car over there. Now, I wonder, over there? I wonder, well, okay, fine. So I went and I drove, and where it was was in the back of the kitchen. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. And, uh, well, that was pretty typical <laughs> because I guess he figured I was one of the kitchen helps right. or whatever. Mm-hmm. So when I got out the car and I walked in there with all those pots and pans and everything oh. going in the back way, you know. Mm-hmm. And, um, well, I looked. I said, hey, wait, now, what the heck is this? Here we go again, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. going through the same situations. Right. And uh, so I walked out and uh, went in the front door. And when mm-hmm. I went in the front door, they held me up. Mm-hmm. Said, said, uh, well, what uh, can we help you? I said, well, I'm a part of the program. My name is Lenny Moore with the Baltimore mm-hmm. Colts. Uh, wait, hold on right here. And they stopped mm-hmm. me right there, and I noticed some of the white players came in. They went right on in,
3: mm-hmm. you know.
2: And uh, so they held me up for a while, and I said, man, oh, man. I said, here we go again. I said, another one of these situations. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I said, damn, I said, (laughs) I I, I need a drink or something to to kind of get me together. And uh, I said, just a little taste or whatever. So I walked over to the bar, and then the bartender came over, and, uh, hey, can I help you? I said, yeah. I said, I'd like to maybe just have a beer or something. I said, I don't want, but I said, I'm part of the program. Oh, yeah, you're uh, with uh, Unitas and uh, Art Donovan and uh, some of those players? I mm-hmm. said yes I said I'm to be sitting on a, in that other area he says well I'm sorry Mr. Moore but uh, okay. I can't serve you and he oh, went God. on and left me and went to the next person and served him I said I'll be you know uh, <laughs> <laughs> I said here we go again wow. so um, I just went on and Went in and worked my way through the program,
3: mm-hmm. and
2: uh, but those kind of things were pretty regular,
3: right? And
2: uh, you know, if you went into certain areas, that's exactly just what you got. Mm-hmm. You know, you could expect not to be given quality service, right, or uh, whatever. So, I mean, that was just a part of the whole situation.
0: Yeah, but, okay, so let me ask you this. Um, um, so how did that play a part with your psyche? I mean, you know, your your ability <laughs> uh, to get yes. out there on that field
2: yes.
3: and
0: put all of that, to swallow all of that, and to get out mm. there and do the remarkable things that you were able to do.
2: You know, uh, it's amazing. Uh, a lot of people don't know mm-hmm. that uh, I did something, where I put a little miniature Bible down in my right side pad. Wow. Mm -hmm. And uh, so as we were getting ready, like being in the locker room and getting ready to come out for the opening kickoff, Mm -hmm. uh, we all had prayer. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: And uh, I'd be rubbing my little Bible Mm -hmm. Just rubbing it And uh, went on the field And uh, what God has blessed me with Whatever ability and talent That's what came to the forefront
0: Right I could
2: forget what was And Mm -hmm. get into what is Oh wow So uh, that's what it was Right I learned an awful lot by being bounced around and second-rated, you know, down the line. I had an opportunity to talk with uh, some of the people like the great, late great Jackie Robinson. Yes, sir.
3: Mm -hmm. Played
2: with the Brooklyn Dodgers, and he Mm -hmm. was the only one on the Brooklyn Dodger team and he had to deal with a lot of racism coming in the side doors and all that kind of thing.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And uh, I asked him. I said we were at a program up in New York.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And I said, Jackie, I said, let me ask you a question, my man. I said, um, can you, how how do you handle this racism? And mm-hmm. things that's constantly going around. I said we have the same problem down in Baltimore. And um uh, and then in certain areas where we go, you know, we may not be staying in the same hotels, you know, and that kind of thing. I said, How do you, how how are you handling when you're only like by yourself? You don't have any other
3: mm-hmm. you know,
2: to talk to. Mm-hmm. I said, I've got Jim Parker, I've got Big Daddy Lipscomb,
3: mm. <laughs> you
2: know, and like so. I said, and uh, Sherman Plunkett is there, I said, and Johnny Sample is there, and Milk Davis. I said, of course, mm. we were limited as to the numbers. But, right, because uh, didn't
0: you say it was six uh, per team?
2: Six or seven. They kept okay. it pretty limited.
0: And the reason
2: that they could keep it at that number Mm -hmm. was simply because what they did was put them all at the same position, stack them up. So when it came time to cut and get down to the final figure, gotcha. so in other words, uh, you would look over there at the halfback position, and uh, there would be four or five uh, brothers there.
0: <laughs> okay, wow. <laughs> and So that
2: meant you're only going to keep two,
0: mm-hmm. so
2: uh, the other one's got to go.
3: Uh-huh.
2: And that's the way it was in certain positions. Then there were certain positions that were what they called taboo. Okay. In other words, quarterback was of a course. no-no because it's a thinking position. That's the way right. they said Right, right. Middle linebacker, no-no. Offensive guard? No, no.
3: Right.
2: And uh, certain positions like that, that they labeled quality Mm -hmm. positions, Mm -hmm. only simply because they put them under the headline of, these are the thinking positions. Wow. You know, and uh, like we don't think. (laughs) You know, so, I mean, it was all those kinds of things that you had to deal with. So just like getting back to Jackie, Uh I said, man, I said, how did you do it? I said, man, you were the only one. You had nobody to relate to, man, or to talk to. He said, Lenny, he says, I'm going to be very honest with you. I don't know myself. That was his exact verbatim. Words wow. I don't know myself
3: mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. we
2: all know The bottom line right. You know if God wasn't with him There'd exactly. have been no Jackie Robinson You yeah, know yeah. I mean it's just that simple Just that yes, period sir. And yes, he yeah. knew that
3: yeah. You know
2: and, yeah. uh, and that's the way he carried himself Because mm-hmm. many times Well thank you Lord Thank mm-hmm. you
3: mm-hmm. Thank you
2: Lord for getting me through this day Thank you, Lord, for getting me through this situation and those situations that it's uh, very difficult for people to work their way through it.
3: Yeah. Lord, you
2: got me through it. Just yeah. like I told you before, if it wasn't for me patting that little Bible yeah. in my yeah. right thigh pad, you know, when yeah. I went out on the field. But then yeah. again, you look at it that God has blessed all of us. With a certain talent, Mm
3: -hmm, certain
2: abilities, Mm -hmm. and things that you call on, and uh, for you to call on, it's like comparing, like when when from an educational standpoint,
3: Mm -hmm.
2: you know, from the educational standpoint, you pray that you hope that I get my lessons and then I'm tested on the lessons that I'm given.
3: Mm.
2: But then mm-hmm. when you look at life, you're given the test <laughs> Yeah. before... You get the lessons.
3: Yeah, you're yeah, absolutely right. Now look at that. Yes, sir.
2: Okay? Yes. Educational wise. See, God gives us wisdom. Yeah. And when God gives you the wisdom, it means you gain the knowledge which creates the understanding. Hmm. And when it creates the understanding, you understand through the knowledge of where you got the wisdom and from whom the wisdom came from, and you come to find out,
1: now
2: I understand. Yeah. I understand. Yeah, go ahead.
1: Yeah, related to that, um, Mr. Moore, one of the things I find interesting is that I believe that God birthed us all with a unique skill or talent. And in Without your case, question. Yes, and in your case it was football. My question for you is when did you realize mm-hmm. that football was your manifest destiny? When did you know, hey, I love this sport and I could possibly take it as far as I can take it? Or did you ever realize you could go so far?
2: No, didn't realize because there not that was that many of us in that position to show us the way.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, because we knew that we had the, uh, you know, the black baseball league, because
3: mm-hmm. there wasn't
2: that many in the uh, American League or the National League in professional baseball. Right. Mm-hmm. Because it was a limited number. Just like I said, when I talked with Jackie, Jackie was the only one on the yeah, Brooklyn Dodger that? team. How who, about and,
3: that?
1: Mm. And just
2: like he said. He said, man, I don't know. Mm-hmm.
1: Now, how did you get the name of the, the Reading Rocket? This was
2: tagline and names that they would put on you
0: uh-huh.
2: if they felt that this is what you resemble.
3: Well, let me let yeah, no. let me,
0: but let me tell you this. Okay, so mm-hmm. you've had several nicknames. You've had Sputnik.
3: Yeah. For the fear you incited in opposing
0: just,
2: Right.
0: Yeah, for the fear that you that incited.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> then you had the Reading,
0: what is it, the Reading Rambler?
2: The Reading Rambler. Rambler. And then the Lightning
0: <laughs> Lenny. Or your unmatched Mm -hmm. speed Okay, now Mm -hmm. here's one that I know That still sticks with you today Because I've heard some, Mm -hmm. you know, you you talked about it And someone still calls you this SPAC, is that your favorite one?
2: Yeah, that's the way that I used to tape My shoes
0: Oh, right, but guess what? Yeah, so you were the uh, first one who did that, and then from what I've been um, reading about you, that yeah. everybody followed suit after that.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you started a lot of friends back then, and didn't even yeah, you know you were starting a friend.
2: And this happened when I was in college, when I was at Penn State. Wow. And um, you know, we just like at the time that I went to Penn State. Uh-huh. It was a lot of race situations mm-hmm. and yeah. problems and things yeah. like. Thank God, mm-hmm. by my being in the athletic arena, mm-hmm. it was like, hey man, it's one for all and all for one.
3: Right. We right. work
2: together. We play together. Uh-huh. We do this together, and like mm-hmm. so. Now there were certain things out of. Out of the ordinary, you couldn't do because there were certain places we couldn't go, certain places right. we mm-hmm. couldn't eat, certain mm-hmm. places you couldn't do this, certain places, and uh, that's the way it was. Mm-hmm. But the beauty of the whole thing that was in place, especially when I went to Penn State, and a lot of people don't know this, mm-hmm. uh, during between my sophomore year. And junior year, I was kicked out of Penn State. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah, people don't know that.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: Now, that was due to the fact that all of what I went through, I was looking for me. I was trying to find me. Okay. I would walk the campus. Hmm end-to-end, looking at the trees and the grass and things like that and missing a class here and missing a class there and uh, whatever. And it happened. It caught up to me. I was kicked out of school. Hmm. When I was kicked out of school, I said, geez, I cannot tell Mom and Pop. I'm here on a scholarship. Which is right, the only right. way I would have been able to go. Mm-hmm. I'm here on a on a scholarship. Now I have no scholarship. What do I do? Mm-hmm. Where do I go? What's going on? Mm-hmm. I can't tell mom, I can't tell pop. I'm the only one of that whole more situation. that ever had the opportunity to go away to school. And what I did not know was that my dad was doing things that were really taught to a lot of people. Mm -hmm. He was just doing it on his own. Mm -hmm. I did not know dad could not read or write until my mother taught him to read or write, because, see, they were in the fields. Mm -hmm. He was born down in Bamberg, South Carolina. Mm -hmm. And they worked the fields and whatever, were not allowed to go to school. Mm -hmm. And he met my mother in York, Pennsylvania, as he migrated back up from the South. Mm -hmm. And whatever, but couldn't read, couldn't write. I did not because every time I saw my man he had his head in a book <laughs> and he was reading wow my mother taught him to read wow everything <laughs> at the house needed he put it in he put it in our furnace cuz wow. we never had a furnace he put in an inside toilet
0: wow cuz we
2: had outhouses
0: Right, right.
2: (laughs) Right. And uh, everything that was done in the Moore household, dad did it. Mm -hmm. And when I was a kid growing up and I saw him doing this and measuring pipes and putting these things together and screwing this together and whatever, I never paid it any attention. I said, man, pop is sharp, boy. He can take Mm -hmm. care of business. Not knowing he could not read not knowing he could not do any of that until wow. my mother taught him. Mm-hmm. Well, here wow. I am getting ready to go into my junior year, and I can't tell Mom and Pop I'm kicked out of school. Yeah. And then on top of that, listen to this. On top of that, I get a letter from Uncle Sam. Uh-oh. And the letter from Uncle Sam says, uh, You are now drafted into the United States Army.
1: Oh, my God. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: wow. There's two blues
2: right there. Yeah. Uh-huh. Told me to report to this area right outside of Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. And the bus will be leaving from there. Taking me to to uh, uh, South Carolina mm-hmm. yeah. is where the army one army base was, and it was going the bus was going to be leaving that day at four o'clock, and for me to report there. Now I'm kicked out of school, and I'm given the information that I'm in the army. <laughs> that I have to report down to this uh, to this base
3: mm-hmm. to catch
2: the bus to go to uh, South Carolina. I said, "Wow, we've man." <laughs> I prayed and prayed and mm-hmm. prayed. Mm-hmm. Lord, what do I do? Who do I talk to? What? going on? What's happening? From Mm -hmm. both sides, I'm here. I'm finished. I'm completely finished. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Thing says, call coach
0: at Penn State. And who was the coach Mm -hmm. at that time? Coach at
2: that time, Joe Paterno was there. Oh, wow. And I I want to ask you about Mr.
0: Paterno. Uh The coach
2: at that time was Rip Angle. Okay. Now, Rip Angle was the head coach there. He's mm-hmm. the one that brought, brought Joe Paterno with him from Brown University when he took okay. over the Penn State job. That's how that happened.
3: Wow, okay. Yeah,
2: and uh, so Joe was there, Rip was there, so I called Rip and told him what, where I was. Mm-hmm. I said I'm down right outside of Harrisburg and the bus is supposed to be leaving at four or something and uh I'm supposed to go in the army. Mm-hmm. And of course they knew about my being kicked out of school because they were kinda of trying to get a hold of me to come to the office. Right. Talk talk with them, you know.
0: huh. And
2: I didn't know what to do. Right. You know. So, um the guy calls me, Mr. Lenny Moore, could you report to spec sergeant so-and-so? Mm-hmm. I said, Lord, 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 now what? I mm-hmm. said, I'm I'm down here in Harrisburg getting ready to go into the thing, to the service. I haven't told mom and pop I'm kicked out of school. They don't know nothing.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: What do I do? So I go in, I talk with the spec sergeant. He says, "Lenny, he says, uh, we've got a report here that we're going to send you to Geisinger Hospital right outside of uh, State College, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. And we want you to report to Geisinger Hospital tomorrow morning. And uh and we'll take it from there." I said, "Whoa, well, wow! What is this about?
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, guys."
2: Mm-hmm. So, anyways, I get in the car because, see, with the bus leaving at four or something, who's going to pick the car up? I got to tell somebody because the car's there on the parking lot. You know. Right. Well, anyways, I drove back up to Penn State. Said so I got nowhere to stay because I have no scholarship. So, But like they told me Come see us That's mm-hmm. the football coaches Joe Paterno mm-hmm. being one of them mm-hmm. Come see us Well of course I had to because I had to report To the hospital the next morning So anyways I go And I go right uh, Right to the uh, To the Coach's office And they said well You know, uh, we wanted to see you. How come you haven't come to see us earlier? Because we knew you were, you know, kicked out of school, so we wanted to go to work on that. And now we understand that you're just about ready to go into the service. And we know that you're to report to Geisinger Hospital tomorrow morning. (laughs) And uh, so we're going to do that. So uh they set me down and they talked to me and told me if we get through this we want you to stay at the Kappa House, which was a black fraternity.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: There. You stay at the Kappa House. Once you stay at the Kappa House, we can work on some other things, at least mm-hmm we've got you covered from the place mm-hmm. to stay since mm-hmm. you lost your scholarship. Mm-hmm. So anyways, I go in the guys in and they went over me with a fine-tooth comb.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I never went through so much, mm. <laughs> beating around <laughs> and shoving around and grabbing and holding and <laughs> specimens of this and whatever. Mm-hmm. And... Um, Come to find out, just to close the story, come to find out that uh, I was okay. Mm -hmm. Took all my blood tests and all these other things. And uh, come to find out I was given a 4F from the Army, Mm -hmm. which means that hands off, we can't do anything with you. We can't touch you. Safe on that end. Wow. On the other end, they gave me a meal ticket, gave me a job, gave me a place to stay at the Kappa house.
3: Mm
2: Mm-hmm. Wow. And there's the two situations. They told me I had to take some correspondence courses to work myself back into getting back into the uh, curriculum. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't a question as to whether I could pass the courses or not. Mm -hmm. I didn't apply myself. I didn't apply myself because I figured, gosh, what for? What do I need this course for? What do I need right. that for? You know, that's not going to help me, you know, do right. anything. I'm not interested in it. In fact, right. I'm not interested in really sitting in class. Right. Because nobody but me, you know, and whatever, for what? Right. To do what? Right. To go where? Right. You know, and... um so anyways, I got out of the hospital thing. Thank God Mhm, that was squared away. I was admitted i could I passed the courses mm-hmm. and I was admitted into the summer sessions where I was taking i think it was uh twelve credits
3: mm-hmm. in the
2: summer sessions. And I passed those. It wasn't a question of could I pass it or not. Mm-hmm. I didn't mm-hmm. apply myself
0: right. before.
2: So I passed those, and I was admitted back in the university, given my full scholarship.
0: Wow. Wow! Back.
2: never told Mom and Pop
0: that I was kicked <laughs> right? wow. out of school.
3: <laughs> and then
2: here was the Army thing on top of that that jumped on me, because once they got the information, that I was no longer in school because I was in the R, what they call the ROTC program, right. mm-hmm. you know, in school. Mm-hmm. So I lost all of that.
0: Ah. Yeah.
2: So uh, I got all of that back.
0: Wow. And
2: if it wasn't for the coaches right. backing wow. me, giving me a meal ticket, giving mm-hmm. me a job,
0: so they saw something in you back Case then. Case closed.
2: They, yeah. they saw yeah. it in me. Right when you that didn't see in
0: yourself. Yeah. And I, I see nothing
2: in myself
0: Aww. because
2: I was figuring. I said, you know, Dad got to work and do this. Mm-hmm. Mom, she's scrubbing floors to get those extra dollars to you know to feed us and stuff like that.
0: And uh, and here I am.
2: Doing
0: nothing, but you know what? I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, Go uh, ahead. piggyback off of that a little bit because Teresa and I we talk about this on a lot of our programs, yeah. and it, this is a very um, this is a, this is a teaching moment right here
3: mm-hmm. because
0: it what well, it seems like it and 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 you know correct me if I'm wrong, Go but ahead. it seems like that you did not nothing started to happen until you activated your you, you were looking for you were questioning.
3: Yes, mm-hmm. and
0: if you had never well questioned,
1: yeah. if you had yeah. never
0: questioned it, you yeah. God only knows what would have, you may have gone. You know, no matter we don't know what would have happened. But yeah. when you said, you know, I was searching for, for myself, I was searching, I was searching
2: for, yeah. for, for me. Who am yeah. I? What
0: am Isn't I? Isn't that something? Where yeah. am
2: I? Why yeah. am I?
0: And and, and yeah. look what happened. Look, look what happened when you start the See very moment you mm-hmm stepped out and egg. you started asking those questions.
2: There it is.
0: God started giving you answers.
2: There it is. Yeah. That's
0: mm-hmm. There oh. it is. That's and I got call.
2: the understanding through the knowledge mm-hmm. and the mm-hmm. wisdom of God.
3: Yes, yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it was, and then wasn't you
2: until to get... that wisdom.
0: Mm-hmm. There you go. Mm-hmm.
2: That's what's happened. Just like we said, you get mm-hmm. your lessons, you're tested. Yeah. In life, you are tested
0: yes. first. Mm-hmm.
2: And it's wow. for you to get the lessons.
0: Yes, yes. To find and then,
3: the lessons. Oh, and that's then it wasn't the long after that comes. that you
0: got drafted for the Colts, correct? Case closed.
3: Right. <laughs> and then again,
2: mm-hmm. with all the race situations going on and the racial problems and every one of those coaches backed me 100%. mm, mm.
0: So in other words...
1: Joe
0: Paterno was one of the Mm -hmm. leaders.
1: God gave me favor with them.
0: So I know you really felt pretty bad for um, uh, Joe when all this uh, Penn State stuff was going down.
2: I saw Joe A week before he died, Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
2: I drove up to his home along with Lydell Mitchell. Okay. We drove up to Joe Paterno's home, spent two and a half to three hours with him before he was entered back in the hospital Mm -hmm. and and died. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: And I said, Joe, why are they throwing your name out? when Sandusky is the one that did all the the, the, the situations. Right. Yeah. And uh, he said, Lenny, he says, uh, when I found out that Sandusky was doing these things to the youngsters, when I found out, he said, I went to Spanier. Spanier was the president. At that time at Penn State. Mm -hmm. He said, I went to Spanier and I told him everything that I knew. I also went to the athletic director. These are my two bosses. I went to them and told them exactly what was told me as to what Sandusky did. He said, Lenny, they didn't do a damn thing. Mm-hmm. He said, Lenny, they did absolutely nothing for over two years, mm-hmm. and then that's why they linked Joe's name into it. That why didn't he do more? What could he do? He right. did what he was supposed to do.
0: Right, yeah. right.
2: You know, and uh, and that was the situation. Right. And well, uh, Mr.
0: Moore, Mr. Moore, before we go on, I uh, time is running, but I have a yes, caller oh, that's yes. been very patient. And so I just want to bring this caller in. Um,
2: sure.
0: Uh, to say hello to you. Sure. Uh, hello, caller. You're on the air. Hello. 446? Four four yeah, hello. You're on the air. Who okay. am I speaking with?
2: Uh, this is Gary. How are you? Gary. Yes. Hey, how are you doing? doing, my man? Doing great. Okay. Um, question. Um, out of everything that you have experienced, um, through your life, do you think that today's African-American athlete has it any better or or is it kind of the same as their own personal walk? Well, you know, uh, the best way that I can put it, we who have gone through a lot of the process and processes, need to continue to reach out, just like I was looking for me all those years and couldn't find me at all. And uh, a lot of these youngsters, they don't know who they are. They don't know why they are. They don't know where they are. And they don't know what they are. You know what I'm saying? And the thing is, when people look at guys like myself, who God has blessed with talent and ability, and Mm -hmm. when I did not take advantage of all that talent and ability that God had blessed on me because I didn't know me. And when I found out the me, I opened up the doors with open arms and said, God, thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. To the point that, like I was telling the ladies earlier, I did not play a single game in professional ball without having my little miniature Bible down in my Mm -hmm. right thigh pad. Mm -hmm. Right on. I and uh, and that's what it was all about But it was a question of Do you know him? Okay. Do you know what he's about? Yeah Do you know why?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You know And it's all in the scriptures My yeah. son, right. my daughter Pay attention to mm-hmm. my words yeah. Incline thine ear unto my saying Never let them depart from thine eyes. Keep Mm. them, my words, in the midst of thine heart, for they are life to those who find them Mm. and health to all thy flesh. All that fits all through me, in me, out me, around me, and whatever.
0: Mm. That's
2: what it's all about.
0: Amen. Amen.
2: See, it ain't about uh you know that ball player or what that ball player is nothing unless God created that.
0: Right.
1: <laughs> he created right. that.
0: Point. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So yeah mean, and didn't so
0: you and didn't you tell me uh Lenny that you spoke with uh some of the Ravens players and especially with Ray Rice and you you believe now that he's followed in your footsteps as far as Carrying his little miniature Bible in his right thigh pad.
2: He's carrying his little miniature Bible in his thigh pad.
0: Isn't that That's something? That's
2: right. That's exactly That's right. And you
0: know, and when you watch him play, that he is—he is just something else. Well, thank God.
2: <laughs> thank God. Now, this is this is another big point. Mm-hmm. You look at Ray Rice. Ray Rice has been looked after by Ray Lewis. Yeah. Do you remember the situation that happened down in Atlanta
3: yeah. with mm-hmm. Ray mm-hmm. Lewis? Talk about that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm.
2: He was in jail.
3: Yeah.
2: Now, this goes to show you when you talk about race and all of these things, guess who went there and got Ray out of jail?
0: Art Model.
2: Art Model.
0: Yeah.
2: Art Model. Yeah. A beautiful, beautiful human being. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He got Ray out of jail. When Ray got away from that, forgetting all those things prior to that, mm-hmm. when Ray got out of that, that's when God came in the picture.
1: Yeah, 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 exactly.
2: He right. is a new human being.
3: Yes, he is. Creature.
2: He is a spirit <laughs> being. Yeah, he has a soul, even though yeah. he lives in a body. Yeah, yeah. he is spirit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's passed that on to Ray Rice.
3: Yeah, he's
2: passed that on to Reed. Yeah, the defensive back, right? Mm-hmm. Ed Reed. Mm-hmm. You ought to see. I go out every week to those practices.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: When you see the unity that's there, and thank God, I never thought I would live to see this.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I never thought I would live to see this, the number of black
0: athletes. Isn't it? Oh, my God. It's amazing, isn't it? Yeah.
2: Ladies, I can remember when we had hardly no numbers in the NFL. Mm, mm, mm. Every team that they introduce that you watch on TV, you will see almost the majority on those teams are black. Yes, oh.
0: yes sir. Yes, sir. And a couple of quarterbacks, too. Case How about low. that?
2: Thinking positions. Middle <laughs> linebacker, Ray Lewis. Yeah.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yes.
2: Okay. Yeah. Yes, sir. And, almost, and then a couple of coaches. Almost, oh, almost, oh, sir. Yeah. Coaches. <laughs> <laughs> Coaches, you just saw one with Pittsburgh, head yeah. coach
0: Yeah, that was a good game last night too, wasn't it? Did you watch excellent that Excellent game, game. Yeah. excellent
2: game I but don't know about at, those
0: uniforms, but that game was good
2: <laughs> Well, you know, they, what they were doing was paying
0: tribute
2: to the older Pittsburgh Steelers Who had oh, uniforms okay. like that okay. That's what that was about Okay, paying okay Paying tribute to now that also tells you that paying tribute to also paying tribute to the number of the brothers on that team.
0: Wow! Isn't that something?
2: Case closed.
0: Case closed. That is that. That, that is so what awesome. it's about. That's what it's about. Well, Mr. Moore, I just you know I I, I should have extended the time on this show because I mean it just went by so fast. Um, we're down at the end, and I we had another caller. I can't even get to the caller. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna put the <laughs> caller on real quick just okay. for the caller sure. to say uh, sure. to say hello because you, and the caller hello. You've only got about so thirty much, seconds to say hello. There's hello? so much to talk about. Hello? Oh my gosh, we're gonna have to have you back. <laughs> hello? Go ahead, caller. You're on the air.
2: Hello. Yes. Oh, uh, Mr. Moore. Yes. This is Mr. York. I was in there in 58 and 59. I was 13 watching you play. Wow. And you were one of the best players I ever seen. I still have much Aww. admiration to you. Aww. Now, I wanted to know, I know one year you scored about 20 touchdowns. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to know what year it was and how many touchdowns you scored. What that year was was nineteen sixty four.
0: The best year. Woohoo Nineteen
2: Sixty Four. The year before that they were talking about the possibilities of trading me to Green Bay. So a lot of people don't know that.
3: Right, right. We
2: had a meeting with the owner who was Carl Rosenblum met with Carol. Carl asked me one question. He said, Lenny, do you want to play for the Baltimore Colts in 1964? I said, yes, Carol, I most certainly do. Mm-hmm. He said, the meeting's over.
3: Because <laughs> they
2: were doing something that happened in 1963. I got kicked in the head. Oh, wow. My helmet came off and I got kicked in the head. And for some reason, they didn't truly believe that I needed to be out those last two or three games. Right. So when this meeting happened, that Carol said the meeting's over, boom, that was it. I said, okay, God and me.
0: God God and me. And you know what? On that, Mister Moore, we got we're going to have to wrap it up, and I'm going to have to have you to come back on the show. Well,
2: we got uh, to. We got more to talk about.
0: Yes, yes, mm. we do. I have so much more to talk to you about. Um, uh, but we're going to, uh, like I said, wrap this up. And I want to thank the callers who did uh were able to get through because my my switchboard is lit up. I mean my goodness <laughs> gracious. So the next time I promise to Lord. have people mm-hmm. to come on so that they can give you, you know, to to just to say hello because you are sure. one awesome Fine. awesome individual. Fine. Um and I just can't thank you enough. <laughs> this is what
2: it's about. And uh
0: you know. Oh. Well thank you so much, Mr. Moore. And you know what? I will definitely be in touch with you. Please um, do. Yes, sir. And it's again. It's been an honor and a pleasure. Yeah.
1: Pleasure's mine. Powerful interview. Powerful
0: interview. Thank you so much. We'll be in touch. Thank you. Okay. All God right. bless you all. God Take bless care. you
1: Thank too. You. All right. Mm-hmm.
0: Bye-bye.
2: Bye bye.
0: Bye bye. Well, now that concludes our show for this evening. Wow, that was powerful, powerful, powerful. powerful. I want to thank everyone for tuning in with us. Um, and a shout-out to my family and friends who are always loving and supporting me, and also to my Facebook family who are listening in. A humongous thank you to the Hall of Famer, the legendary and former coach legend, Mr. Lenny Moore, for joining us this evening. I can't thank you enough. Once again, a big thank you, Teresa, for coming on and sharing your wisdom with us for knowledge is power, and when we know better... We will do better, better. Please tune in next week, November 26th, at 6.30 Eastern Standard Time. Also, don't forget to stop by my website, yourdestinyawake.net, to get some extra motivation and inspiration. Download us for free on iTunes, and like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Destiny 101 Your mission, if you choose to accept it, is... Take the necessary time to do a true self-evaluation. Seek God and learn how to love yourself first, because after all, you owe it to yourself to know yourself. Once again, I'm Lisa M. Saunders, and thank you for tuning in to Blog Talk Radio's A Day with Destiny, and I'm looking forward to sharing with you next week. Peace and abundant blessings, everyone. And a very happy
1: Thanksgiving. Bye-bye.